everyone, the BookSync podcast is back. We've got loads of exciting topics for our October episode. First up, some lovely autumn poems to get you in the mood for the new season approaching. The leaves are falling and autumn is here. We have a fantastic selection of autumn poems on our website. Here are two of our favourites. Nothing Gold Can Stay by Robert Frost. Nature's first green is gold, her hardest you to hold, her early leaves a flower, but only so an hour. Then leaf subsides to leaf, so Eden sank to grief. So dawn goes down to day, nothing gold can stay. Four Leaves Fall by Emily Bronte. Four leaves fall, die flowers away, lengthen night and shorten day. Every leaf speaks bliss to me, fluttering from the autumn tree. I shall smile when wreaths of snow blossom where the rose should grow. I shall sing when night's decay ushers in a drearier day. Thanks for that, Emma and Chloe. If you want to have a read of the other poems, head to our website. As well as that, we have a new Instagram account. Our name is Team. If you can't find it, there is a link in the description of the podcast. And why not check out some of the great pictures in there? Of course, all about books. We also have a new review section, Books from France and Germany. There we will be reviewing books that we loved, originally written in French or German. If you have any suggestions, don't hesitate to contact us. Yes, definitely do that. Remember, we really need some reviews for sci-fi novels. If you have any that you think are awesome, just send it to our email address. We're very sorry, but the upload button on our website is not working right now. We're trying to fix it. But we will only take reviews with 120 words, including the comment. Unfortunately, we have decided that we will not be doing the voting for Book of the Month. However, if you have any books that should definitely be Book of the Month, just tell us. Before we move on to reading our story, we would like to have a special shout out to Little Miss Juniper and her really cool blog she made with her friends, Little Miss Blog. Thanks, Chloe. Make sure you visit her blog. The link is in the description. Last month, we read you all the first chapter of our lockdown story. Lockdown in Dandelion Estate. If you forgot, head to our website and read it again. Today, we will be reading you the second chapter. Lockdown in Dandelion Estate, Chapter 2. After dinner, the five children were sent upstairs by themselves with strict orders to pack only what they would need. Edward stopped upstairs, still upset about all the news. He didn't understand why on earth he would have to go to his aunt and uncle's house. And now was the worst time to go with a deadly virus infecting the world. Laura, meanwhile, was sitting at her desk, going through the test papers she would take with her to practice for her A-levels that she needed to do in a few years' time. He'd been anxious about them for years. Now she regretted um, not having argued it out at the dinner table. As a protest, she would be different from Kate, who had only started properly thinking about them this year. Unlike the others, Michael was hopping about in his room, excited to finally be able to see his aunt and uncle again. He was going to pack some presents for them too, and he couldn't wait to get into the car the next day. Ivy didn't care about what her parents had just said. She just wanted to leave and be by herself. They could go to the countryside. She didn't care. The next morning, the Landy family were sitting inside their old seven-seater with about as many suitcases as they owned. The doors were covered in cuts and bruises and the colour had changed from black to dark grey. Edward was moaning that he wasn't going to be able to play his favourite video game as his mother had packed 
all their electrical items in another bag they couldn't reach. She had claimed that they needed some time off their de electric devices so that they could enjoy the countryside they were going to drive through. All of them hated the idea. Why do we have to watch the boring cows and sheep? No one wants to watch those annoying animals for three hours, Edward exclaimed. Not that I ever disagree with you, but why in the world do you think we spend too much time on our electrical devices? Ivy asked her mother, staring at the back of her seat. And why should Kate be allowed her phone and not us? Just because you have an electrical item, it doesn't mean you have to always be on it, muttered Laura to her youngest sister under her breath. I'm not constantly on my electric device, unlike you, Ivy hissed back. Darling, stop arguing. It was my choice, not yours. Kate is an adult and she should be trusted with electric devices. Mother broke the argument. But no buts. I've had enough of your arguing. Otherwise, I'll send you to your aunts and uncles by yourself. After a nearly three-hour drive, the Landy family finally arrived at an enormous house surrounded by wildflowers. Kate had spent the whole journey talking quietly with Victor on the phone, which all the others found hilarious and teased her about being in love. The plants were massively overgrown and vines crawled up the steep walls. The plain extended for miles on end and daffodils and tulips rose from the ground. The grass looked as if it had never been cut and it would brush your ankles as you passed through. Ivy jumped out of the car, overjoyed that they had finally arrived. For her, the only good thing about being at her aunt and uncle's house was that she could finally see the dogs again. Her aunt had two adorable Great Danes, and Ivy was mad about them. They could get a tad rough sometimes, but she knew how to handle Euripides and Penthesilia, whom she secretly called Silly Penny. The rest of the children were slightly less thrilled. Uncle John was terrific, but Aunt Red Hills was only kind to her dogs, her husband, and Mike, who she had taken a fancy to a few years earlier. However, there were not as many bad things about Aunt Bryn Hill as there were good things about the rest of Dandelion Estate. There was an apple orchard where stood a den they made a few years earlier and they, that had resisted, a stream that had no currents where you could swim, and the beautiful ballroom where you could dance with dresses from the Cowabee Attic. There were endless corridors full of interesting bits and bobs from the Landy family's ancestors, the four-posted feather beds in giant rooms, and everything else that made holiday at Dandelion Estate bearable. After their parents had got out, the family dragged their bags up the imposing stone steps where there stood two gigantic wooden doors carved with a woodland scene. Ivy had always had a hidden awe when she saw how skillfully each plant, each animal, each bird was carved. They looked almost real, moving and breathing. Me first! Me first! screamed Michael, dropping his suitcase on Edward's foot. I want to knock first! Ow! shrieked his older brother. I don't care, me first! retaliated the small boy, approaching the doors and knocking onto it as hard as possible. Say sorry, ordered Edward threateningly, balling his hands into fists, and give up, you're too weak to make a noise on the other side. But you certainly make a racket here, outside, grumbled Kate. Couldn't you just shut up? Boo-hoo-hoo! Mommy, they're being mean to me, cried Michael. Their mother sighed. Darling, can I knock? I'm tired after this journey. I want to get some rest now. No, I want to knock. You never listen to me. We're certainly listening to you, replied his father cuttingly. We can't not to do it. If you want to knock, then get on with it. Like your mum, I need a rest. Finally, the doors are flung open and there stood Aunt Brunhild, looking grumpier than ever. 
I heard my poor Michael crying. What happened? Where is he? They are ganged up on me. They didn't let me knock on the door, whined Michael. Oh, my poor duckling. Poor you. Even your parents, their aunt exclaimed. She turned to the rest of the family. Oh, how could you? Come here, my sweet little boy. Do you want a sweetie? Yes, yes, please, auntie. Do you think I've grown? And what fine manners. Why, you'll soon be a gentleman. But auntie, have I grown? Caught off guard, Aunt Brunhilde replied hesitantly. Well, of course, my darling. His four oldest siblings rolled their eyes and sniggered while Michael beamed. The truth was that Michael had not grown more than a centimetre since they had last been at their aunt and uncle's. He remained his one metre and twenty-three centimetres, and all year he had boiled with jealousy. Kate and Laura were now taller than their mum, whilst Ivy was shooting upwards. Oh, hi, Brunhilde. Thanks for the, um, lovely, <clears throat> uh, welcome, cried the mother sarcastically. If you're not happy here, then you're welcome to leave. I'll take care of Michael. Brunhilde, Brunhilde, calm down, soothed Dad, giving a warning look at the mum. We've travelled up here for three hours and we're staying. That's final. Stop bossing me around. This is my house. It's mine as well as yours. You live in it, but I pay too. Fine, stop paying if you wish. Just get out of my sight. Laura and Ivy exchanged glances. This was going to be a nightmare if it continued like this. They all wished they could stop. Stop it, but they knew it was hopeless. Their dad was now puffing out his chest. Sign that was he was going to get madder and madder. Remember, Brunhild, remember that I also inherited of this estate. Remember it. You can't ignore the will. Remember, or has your old goat mind forgotten everything? Aunt Brunhild turned purple with rage. She looked as though she was about to slap him. You, you, how dare you, I... I, she was trembling with anger. Her lips were pursed so tight they were white. What is this racket? Will you please calm down? Called their uncle who had just appeared on the bottom step. Uncle John, hi, cried Ivy as she rushed into his arms. Hello, will you stop? I could hear you from the other end of the garden. Brunhild, welcome your brother's family in a nice way. I'm Brunhild sighed. You do it, John. I'm too tired. I've worked all day and now I have a headache. With a final sigh, she disappeared into the house. Well, said Uncle John with a little bow. Welcome to da back to Dandelion Estate. We hope you have an enjoyable stay. If you have need for anything, please do not hesitate to contact me or my wife. Ivy was the only person who laughed. Mum and Dad were unloading the car. Laura had gone behind the house. Kate was phoning her friend a little further away. Edward didn't find it funny. And Michael was rushing after his aunt for the promised sweets.